Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with special guest Peter Warren. Some of this is going to be my opinion, and there are different opinions, but I want you to think about this and, and, and what this means and the power we have in prayer to actually influence the outcomes that we read about our computers or phones and, and that actually we can impact those things through our prayer life. In today's message, Peter Warren will remind you that prayer has power. When we communicate with the creator of the universe through prayer in faith, change is not far behind. God has the power to hear our prayers and change the outcome of our situations. He is in control and our prayers are heard. Now let's join Peter Warren for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as he continues his message Creating with God. His love is the main thing. Hebrews 1 verse 1 says that God spoke to our forefathers at many times and in many ways. So he has different ways of communicating. Uh, I know people who've actually heard God speak in an audible voice like Samuel in the Bible, but, but people living that I, today that I've met who actually heard God say something to them and, and they heard it with their ears. And God speaks through prophecy. He speaks through his word. He uh, speaks through impressions on our hearts because he's the living God. And, and then he wants us to communicate with him. And, and so when our focus is on him, that's what we were doing earlier. Praise is when we focus on who God is. Thanksgiving is when we focus on what he has done. And, and, and we're, we're focusing on his character and his nature. And then there's, that's part of prayer. That's part of our communication through music as a vehicle, right? And, uh, but then there's a focus on ourselves, and that's petition or supplication. And that's not wrong. In Jesus' model prayer, he said to ask for our daily bread. That's focusing on yourself. That's not just praying for food, but our necessities. Uh, He wants us to be able to bring those to him. And then there's another focus of prayer. So there's focus on God, praise and thanksgiving. There's focus on uh, ourselves. But then there's focus on other people. And that's what we call intercession. Intercessory prayer is standing in the gap, intervening on behalf of other people. And that's part of our prayer life that God wants for us. So let me unpack this a little bit and give you a number of scriptures. Uh, To me, if something's not in the Bible, doesn't mean it's not true, but it's not worthy of major emphasis. If, if, If something is worthy of our attention and emphasis. There needs to be some emphasis in the Bible on that, right? That's what it means to have a biblical Christian worldview. And I, 
I want to in my life look at God. I want to look at the world around me. I want to look at my life through the lens of Scripture. And, and so let's look at this subject of intercessory prayer through the lens of Scripture. And some of this is going to be my opinion. Uh, and there are different opinions, but um, I want you to think about this and, and, and what this means and the power we have in prayer to actually influence the outcomes that we read about on our computers or phones and, and that actually we can impact those things through our prayer life. So let me begin with a story, true story. So I'm from Australia, uh, born in Australia. My parents were missionaries to the Australian Aborigines when I was born. And then my dad, we moved back to Sydney, Australia, and uh, my dad pastored for a while and then, again, went to the mission field to South America. I lived 12 years in Paraguay and Argentina. And, and then... Then when I graduated high school, we moved back to Australia and I totally fell away from God and got involved in just a whole bunch of stuff that's worthless, that's not worth mentioning even, but things that really took me away from the Lord. But I, but I knew his hand was on my life that whole time. And I, but I had the travel bug. I, I wanted to travel. How many have that thing where you love traveling, okay? So I've been to almost 120 countries, and some of it when I was a kid with my parents. Uh, but I, I was back in Australia, and I went, i got to travel. So this is the tail end of the hippie movement, okay? This is a long time ago. Some of you were little kids. Some of you weren't even born. Uh, and... The Hippie Trail, have you ever heard of the Hippie Trail? The Hippie Trail went from Amsterdam to India and Nepal, because that's where the heroin was and other stuff. And um, there, were, there were thousands of kids hitchhiking and walking, trekking from, from Western Europe all the way to India and Nepal and Afghanistan. And so I got a ship out of Australia and sailed to Panama, and then I hitchhiked through South America, and then flew over to the Netherlands, and I was put in jail. Uh, I did nothing wrong. I actually didn't do anything wrong. Every criminal says that, but I didn't. Uh, they said, I had a girlfriend, a Dutch girlfriend, and, they, and her mother was single, uh, a single mother, and they thought I was going to then, you know cost them money because they couldn't, anyway, I can't remember what it was, but it really wasn't that, because there were people living in Amsterdam on the streets, and the Dutch have, you know, just acceptance of everybody, and, but they put me in jail, and uh, Christmas morning, I was, <laughs> I woke up in jail, and my mind went back to my family in Australia, and especially my parents who were praying for me. My mother was a prayer warrior, praying for me every day for her lost son. And, and I, I remembered 
the night before I left Australia. So here I am, I'm not serving God, totally backslidden. I'm sneaking out through, from my bedroom through the, living, the edge of the living room to go party with some of my friends for one final time. And my, they spot me and, and dragged me into the middle of this prayer. They didn't drag me, but they said, come over here. So I felt obligated, went over into the middle of this prayer group and they all laid hands on me and prayed over me. And one, one of my mother's friends had a prophecy. And the part I remember of the prophecy is, the Lord wants you to know, young man, that his hand will be upon you as you go, but you won't like it. <laughs> well, nine months later, I'm sitting in jail in Amsterdam. And then a few days later, they put me on a plane back to Australia, and back in Australia, I hear about this one-week outreach with YWAM, and I go, and I haven't left <laughs> since, and that's for over 40 years ago. And my, I gave my life back to Christ. I was baptized that week. God didn't force me to come back to him, but he orchestrated the circumstances around me to make it easier for me to come back to him because <laughs> he works all things together for good, right? You know the word God works all things together for good? Some people assume that God is the one doing it by himself. But actually the word works, God works all things. It's the word energio in Greek. We get the word energize from that word. God doesn't force it, but he pushes us he, to persuade us. He makes it easier for us to go his way. You know what I'm talking about? Where God makes a way for us to... So I still could resist him, but I decided to give in and I came back to him. And I always wondered what role my mother's prayers played in my it, the circumstances that took place. Because I was meeting, going to meet up with some friends in Greece and we were going to... I, you know, from Amsterdam, I was going to trek down to Greece and we were going to head on together and I never made it. I don't know what my life would have been like if I did, but instead, I came back to the Lord. What role did my mother's prayers play in the outcome? So, does prayer actually change outcomes? That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse -verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary Miami Beach. Join us at 9am, 11am, 
or at 1pm for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.